The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the College Basketball Experience. March Madness is heating up, and you need to subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. It's awesome, baby! Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host here, Ryan Gilbert, and joining me tonight on Wednesday for this Thursday show is my co-host, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? Oh, I'm doing all right. Slept in today. Just been uh, sitting here eating carrots and watching a bunch more trades come in. Uh, just saw Jacob right. Trick and trade of the Sens moments, moments ago, and... Uh, yeah, man. Uh, yesterday was wild, especially uh, in Leafland when uh, Kyle Dubas lost his mind and traded the whole fucking team. <laughs> yeah, are, are you are you just channeling your inner rabbit there? Are you trying to work on your eyesight with the carrots, or what, what's the deal there? And I don't know, man. Carrots are just an underrated food. Do you, do you have the baby carrot or like like the whole carrot? Today is going to the babies, but uh, yeah. I do like the whole carrot too, and just uh, chomp on the yeah, one of baby. those. Baby carrot is definitely an underrated snack, especially if you have like a, a good dip to go with it. Yeah, for sure. And some wings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, plenty of trades around the NHL. We're, we're going to save our full trade deadline reaction show for when we have Talon back with us on Friday once the deadline has uh, has passed. But I don't know if anyone's going to be left for, for Friday now. Patrick Kane to the Rangers, Chickering to the Sens. Um bunch of other trades as well. Jonathan Quick to Columbus, who they could still move him elsewhere. There's rumors of him going to uh, Vegas being in on him. So plenty of activity there. Ekholm was traded to Edmonton. They finally got, got a defenseman there. So we'll touch on those trades uh, as we go through the games here if they're involved. Otherwise, we'll do our trade deadline show on Friday. Keep an eye out for that. And uh, yeah, make sure you check out the Sports Gambling Podcast website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. It's March now. We got March Madness right around the corner. Spring training picking up. We got uh, spring football, golf, MMA doing its thing. So make sure you check out the website and check out the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord, especially the hockey channel in there. Always uh, good, good, good to see new faces, good conversation, good bets, and just just uh, some good, good people in there. So uh, make sure you check that out. And make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed, as well as the SGPN feed. Uh, the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed is what we can uh, see the numbers on, and it help, helps us grow. Another uh, record month for February, so uh, thanks for following along and sharing and uh, leaving us ratings and reviews, even if they're not always the best. Um, all right, you have you have a, you have any one trade so far that, that sticks out to you? I know you just mentioned mentioned the Leafs one, but I figure we can we can t- touch on one of them here. One trade. Uh, well, Avalanche got Lars Eller. <laughs> um, giving away. Is, is, uh, he, is he gonna play third line center or fourth line? Yeah, he, he better play third line center. Uh, JTC Jimothy Timothy Coffer is better mm-hmm. than, than him at, at this point. Um, but yeah, he's he's gonna be a, a depth center for sure. Avs just uh, love giving away second round picks. We don't have any 
in the cabinet now. Um, yeah, that, that that that's one that sticks out for me personally. Uh, other than other than that, um, obviously the Kane one is huge. Uh, uh, Rangers got him for a bargain, uh, and the Chicago Blackhawks did Kane a favor, getting him to go away with where he wanted to go. And uh, just settling with a, a very mediocre return. But, yeah, that that's what uh, you get when you win three cups for your team. Yeah, I mean, he had that full no-move clause. He was able to pick where he went, and he ended up uh, being able to go to the Rangers. That's obviously huge. Um, I think Edmonton picking up Ekholm is pretty big. Uh, two two tidy pieces of business there by Carolina, too. They got um, a former Flyers legend Shane Gostas Bear, as well as uh, Jesse Puyarvi. So, we know they're always a, a solid team. Just seems like the Eastern Conference is loading up, and it's going to end up being Carolina, Boston in the end. Or hopefully, hopefully the best teams end up winning. But that's what playoff hockey is all about. You never, never know what's going to happen. Go down in a uh, seven-game series. But yeah, plenty of trades so far. Plenty of uh, what? What are the Canucks doing, Joel? They they, <laughs> they traded a, a first-round pick and a second-round pick for uh, Philip Ronick. Apparently, yeah, Ronick. I, I guess he's better than I thought. Still twenty-four, but. I don't know why you trade Horvat and then use that same pick to go go trade for him. Canucks just want to be mediocre, I guess. I mean, they 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 signaled that they weren't going to fully rebuild when they signed Kuzmenko to that shitty two year deal. Uh, I don't quite get it. I mean, Kuzmenko is an awesome player, but uh, they're not going to win the cup in the next two years, and he's probably going to be gone after that. So uh, I, I don't understand that one all one at all. They should trade him. And they should not have been giving away draft picks for Philip Pronick. I mean, yeah, he's a good player in the Canucks State defense, but it just uh, it doesn't make sense in terms of their window. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, there is no window. The, the, it's it's way down the road in terms of the, the Canucks being a, a legit contender. So, yeah, I, I honestly cannot answer that. I, I know what they're doing. Uh, it's just uh, their their owner refuses to be bad, uh, like really bad, and. Um, yeah, they're just gonna be stuck in mediocre mediocrity for the next while. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty pissed, and Flyers fans are pretty pissed that Chuck Fletcher isn't doing anything. But at least he's not doing what what the Canucks are doing. It could be worse. You could just be making making bad trades and just spinning your wheels. So we'll see what uh, if the Flyers end up doing anything before Friday. But uh, for now, make sure you check out WinBet. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's build-your-own-bet. March Madness is almost here, plus plenty of ways to get down on to win, getting down on the NBA, NHL, and XFL. Sign up today to receive a special offer, bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long-shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Will be 20 or older and present in the state where playthrough is available. If you or somebody knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And the SGPN merch store continues to add new items to the store every day. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your favorite shirts, hats, sweats, and hoodies. Plenty of hockey gambling podcasts gear over there to make sure you're uh repping us all the time no matter what weather it is all right uh you ready to get into this uh 10 game slate for wednesday or thursday march 2nd let's do it all right kicking things off here at the seven o'clock slot we got uh four games here at seven kicking off with the pittsburgh penguins at the tampa bay lightning game itself is in tampa the lightning are minus 165 the penguins are plus 140 over under is at 
six and a half over paying off minus 120 under paying off plus 100 uh, i'll kick this one off here uh I, I like the penguins in this game plus plus 145 i got him at plus 140 just but that's fine too they've won three in a row including that 7-3 win at home against Tampa where they just scored, I think, five or six goals in the, in the second period alone. Meanwhile, Tampa Bay, you know, they, they've lost three of their past four, losing to Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and Florida, only beat Detroit in that span, and they've lost uh, four of the past six, only beating Anaheim and Detroit in, in that span. So they're not playing well, or not playing well enough to beat um, other good teams. So I think the, the Penguins here should Get a little bit more respect on this line. So I like the Penguins at plus 140. Yeah, I'm with you here. Uh, I only have the Lightning at minus 147, but they're not playing good hockey, like you said. Um, they're they're struggling. Uh, I don't know, maybe Tanner Janot lifts them up somewhat, but uh, yeah, they, they were not good against the Panthers last night, and they haven't been good in general. Um, and they did, they just did lose to the, the Penguins 7-2. to I, I think you said that as well. Um, but yeah, give me the Penguins here, plus 140. I like that, but uh, I think even better. I like the over six and a half, minus 120. Vasilevsky's been um, off and on, more off than on lately, and uh, the Penguins are, are a legit offense too, so I think that they can uh, give them some problems. And uh, both teams are uh, great on the power play, especially the Lightning, third on the power play. So over six and a half here would be my stronger play, but uh, I'm definitely looking towards the Penguins first side. Yeah. Okay, going down to 7 o'clock again here. We got the Ottawa Senators at the New York Rangers. Game itself is at Madison Square Garden. This will be Patrick Kane's Rangers debut. Uh, the Rangers are minus 175. The Senators are plus 150. Over-unders at 6.5, overpaying off minus 115. Underpaying off minus 105. I don't got any, any strong plays for, for this game with uh, the Rangers playing tonight in Philadelphia, but uh, what do you think? Uh, I, once again, I think I'm uh, going to lead to the over. I think it's going to be Shesterkin tonight, right? Is that yeah? Is that mm-hmm. true? Yeah. So it'll be Halak tomorrow against the Senators, and uh, yeah, the Senators are just uh, man. They could score goals, but they let in a lot. So uh, their goaltending has not been good. Uh, after Forsberg, he's been uh, their their better goalie so far this year. After he went out, uh, Talbot's been all right. <clears throat> he's only got a 905 save percentage though so it's, it's not exactly elite and uh their defense is terrible i mean getting chicken's gonna help but uh not in the first game in town so yeah give me the give me the over here as well for this one um my line is uh what is there rangers minus 203 so pretty much uh yeah, I mean, I guess that makes me lean towards the Rangers here, but uh, I can't trust them right away off that back-to-back. Um, yeah, so uh, just give me the over six and a half. Yeah, I think think that's a good play, and it does seem like the Sens now are building up that that blue line a little bit with Chikrin. They have Chabot, they have uh, Sanderson. I think they're all all left-handed though, so I wonder if one of them plays on on their offhand on the right side. But yeah, for this game. I'd probably into the Sens at plus 150. Maybe you see if that gets a little bit higher with people betting the Rangers for for the Kane debut. But yeah, in, in that in that same vein, I I, I would lean to the over because both of these teams can score, and with Halak starting, neither goalie is really really too strong. Even though it's a it's a Cam Talbot revenge game, but he's only five and five against the Rangers in his career anyway. Uh, going down to 7 o'clock again here, we got the Nashville Predators at the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Panthers are minus 165 on the money line. Predators are plus 140. Over-unders at 6.5, overpaying off minus 120. 
underpaying off plus 100. Uh, this is a spot here where uh, I, I love the Panthers. The uh, Predators just traded away Niederreiter a few days ago, traded away Janot, and finally traded away Matthias Ekholm, who's probably their most in, one of their most important players besides uh, Roman Yossi there. And the Panthers, they're, they're good at home, 16-9-3. and three. Preds are 13-12-3 on the road. You know, they, they kind of signal they're, they're giving up with, with those trades here, despite winning through their past four. The wins were against the Canucks, Sharks, and Coyotes, so not much to uh, to celebrate there. UC Saros gave up an absolutely horrible goal to the Penguins late in that third period to to lose that one. They put an empty netter as well for, for a 3-1 final. You know, Florida's been up and down recently, but over the past 10 games, they have the 10th best expected goals for a percentage. Nashville has the 12th worst. So uh, I'm not going to quite lay the minus 165, but I will take Florida on the puck line at plus 150. Uh, most of their wins recently have been 4-1, 6-3, you know, 4-1, 7-1. And Nashville's in a position where they can easily get, get blown out of the barn, especially in Florida. So I do lean to Florida puck line. That's my only bet so far in this game. And I would lean to the over. I fucking love the Panthers here in this spot. Uh, yeah, like you said, great home team. They're actually the best team in terms of expected goals for over the past 15 games. I mean, uh, they're they're one of the worst teams in terms of expected goals against, but that doesn't matter because they're just going to lay up the Preds here who are, uh, yeah, without Ekholm now, without Janot, without Johansson lost to injury. Uh, does Forsberg, did he play yesterday, did you see? I don't know. Um, but, uh, I, I think he's still out. Yeah, okay, so they might be without Forsberg too, and then uh, Niederreiter. So yeah, they're they're, uh, they're selling and they're not in the best shape right now. So give me the Panthers. You're minus one sixty-five. My line is minus one seventy-four. Uh, yeah, I think that the uh, the Panthers should should win this game comfortably. Lean to the over six and a half here as well. Uh, given the it's a it's a Panthers game and uh, like I said, best expected goals for one of the worst expected goals against, and uh, the Preds are they're just mediocre right now, and that includes their goaltending. Uh, Saros has not been himself last uh, month or two. So, yeah, I like the uh, Panthers quite a bit in this one. Yeah, Forsberg had said his return was imminent yesterday, but then also yesterday he was placed on the IR. So he's not coming back at any time. <laughs> or I guess he could be back as soon as Thursday, so maybe it was, it was a paper move, but I, I don't think he's coming back for, for, for tomorrow's game. <sighs> Going down to the final 7 o'clock game here we got the seattle kraken at the detroit red wings game itself is in detroit game is a pick them each team at minus 110 overpaying off plus one overs at six and a half overpaying off plus 100 under is at minus 120 i absolutely love the kraken in this game i don't understand why this line is only minus 110 detroit traded away chronic uh seattle you know they they won on the road in in, in st louis five three they're you know playing for that playoff spot so there, there's a chance that they can fall out of the playoffs after their their uh strong start if calgary can get it together here or or even nashville somehow but seattle is is playing well playing better than than detroit uh at least recently detroit's lost three straight it's going to be it's, it's a tough schedule spot for detroit because their game against ottawa got, got uh postponed until monday so they, this is their third game in four nights fourth game in six nights and they have a back-to-back on the weekend as well, Saturday, Sunday. So going to be a tired Red Wings team. And, you know, Seattle just has that much more to play for. They're 18, 9, and 3 on the road, so they have no problem winning away from home. So, yeah, I think Seattle should be favored by more here, and I, I absolutely love them at minus 110. I, I bet two units on them. 
For sure, yeah. I'm equally puzzled by this line. Um, I don't understand the respect the Red Wings are getting. I mean, they're winning games, I guess, but uh, they just got exposed a little bit by losing two in a row in Ottawa. Meanwhile, the Kraken are uh, they're, they're not exactly as good as they were a couple months ago, but they're still <laughs> more deserving of a, a better line than this, minus 110 at, in Detroit. Uh, yes, my, my line is minus 138 for the Kraken. So, yeah, I love the Kraken in this spot. Uh, also, don't I don't mind the under as well. The, the six and a half is a little high, given the, the Red Wings' impotent offense. They're not exactly uh, great goal scorers, uh, but they're they're okay defensively. They're just a, a slow, mid-tempo team. And uh, as long as we get some goaltending from the Kraken, uh, I think that this should stay under seven goals. Yeah, I don't mind that under either, especially at six and a half. I don't, I don't know if these teams have enough offense to combine for for seven goals. Definitely. We're going down to the lone seven thirty game here. We got the Buffalo Sabers at the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston at the Gardens. Uh, Boston is a huge favorite here, minus two ninety five on the money line. Their puck line is minus one twenty five. Sabers are plus two forty five on the money line. Their plus one and a half is plus one oh five. Over under at six and a half, both paying off minus 110. Uh, what do you think about this one? Thinking that uh, you're paying the Bruins tax once again, and minus 295 is insanely high um, against a, a Sabres team that's been playing better of late after uh, they, they struggled after the All-Star break, but they're, they're winning games now. Uh, they lost to Columbus uh, last night, though, I think, so that, that was a bad setback for them. Uh, my line is only minus 222 for the, the Bruins here. So plus 245 for the Sabres. I'm all in on that. Um, I lean to the over as well, given the fact that it's the Sabres game. And, uh, yeah, the, the Bruins up there, their long road trip, beating some good teams in the well, Oilers and the Flames and the, the Kraken. Uh, man, they got to lose sometime, right? So <laughs> I think this is a good good spot to catch them on uh, for the Sabres here. And, uh, yeah, the, the over six and a half, I like that as well, given the fact that uh, I mean, it's tough to make an argument uh, for the, the, the Bruins defensively being weak or whatever, but uh, it's a Sabres game. So you automatically look to the over. Uh, yeah, so give me, the, give me the over and give me the Sabres in this one. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you on the Sabers at, at plus two forty five. It's a tough spot for the Bruins. You know, they they swept that road trip Seattle, Vancouver, Edmonton. Somehow beat Calgary despite being outshot fifty seven twenty there. But ah, it's fucking every Calgary game. <laughs> this is going to be the third game in four nights. You know, fourth game in six nights. You got to have tired legs eventually, and they're only twenty four. I mean, the twenty four two and three at home only lost five games at home all season. But I don't think I should be minus two two ninety five. So. I've already bet a half unit on Buffalo at plus 245. And Buffalo did win the, win the last meeting in, in Boston on uh, on New Year's Eve. So 4-3 in overtime. Could see a close game here as well. I, I don't hate that uh, Buffalo puck line at, at plus 105 at uh, plus one and a half. I was trying to look back at, at recent road trips that um, the Bruins took. They swept the California road trip on January 5th, 7th, and 8th, and then lost at home to the Kraken 3-0 on the 12th. So they even had some some rest there, but after that, that road trip, they, they came back home and lost. Uh, they've had success other times, but you know I, I don't think that should be minus 295 here, especially with Buffalo still trying to act like they have a chance at a playoff spot, which which they do, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a lot for them to 
to uh, hang on to that with the Islanders, Panthers, and even even Sens now kind of on their tails. So I think the Sabres got a lot, lot to play for, as does Boston, obviously, trying to – or Boston doesn't even have that much to play for anymore. They're, they got pretty much the Atlantic wrapped up. They're, they got to decide whether they want to go for the, like, all-time record or just you know, start uh, coasting a little bit for the playoffs. So, yeah, Sabres, Sabres plus 245 or the uh, plus one and a half. And going down to uh, 8.30 here, we got the Dallas Stars at the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago. Uh, Blackhawks are plus 195 on the money line. Stars are minus 230. Stars in the puck line are plus 105. Over-under is at 6. Over paying off minus 105. Under is minus 115. Uh, this is the second half of a back-to-back for Dallas, who is playing another bad team tonight, I believe. I, I am... Uh, can't rack my brain right now for him to check. They're playing at home Bucks. against Arizona. Yes. Oh, Ar- the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same team pretty much, but <laughs> I can't trust Dallas right now at, at minus 230. They've second half of a back-to-back. They've lost a bunch of their recent games, six, six of the past seven coming into tonight. You know, they could win tonight, get, get back on the right track, but also can't take Chicago. They, they won five in a row there when, you know, Kane was, you know, having his final games there. Then they lost 4-2 to Anaheim, 4-1 to Arizona. So th- this is this is a pass game for me. Maybe maybe take the under because Stars games do tend to go under quite a bit, but I could see the Stars finally breaking out as well. So, uh, yeah, it's just a total pass game for me. Uh, I actually really like the Stars in this one. Um, I know they're not playing well right now, but the the line is is uh, <laughs> it's baked in there that they're, they're not playing well. And uh, the Blackhawks, meanwhile, have... Uh, well, they they win like five games in a row or something like that before they uh, they started losing the the Ducks and the Coyotes. Uh, yeah, my line is minus three hundred three for the Stars. So yeah, regulation price is only minus uh, what is it here? Minus one fifty. So that that's I'm gonna play on this one. Not bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, Blackhawks are just uh, a shell themselves. I mean, it, it was never a strong shell to begin with. Um, now they're they're just a uh, Fucking weak shell, fucking turtle, <laughs> weak ass old ass turtle, turtle. Um, losing Lafferty, McCabe, Kane, of course. Uh, it, it's a it's a rough looking lineup, that's for sure. Uh, this is not a, a proper NHL team. Meanwhile, the, the Stars uh, they got a bit unlucky last last couple of games. They've been playing better than the results have shown. Um, so yeah, Stars in regulation minus one fifty. That that's what I'm going to play in this one. Also into the under six minus one fifteen. Just uh, Blackhawks are rather impotent offensively, but they're they're getting some decent goaltending for once from uh, the young guy Jackson Stauber and uh, Mrazek has been uh, very hit or miss. But uh, if if he's hitting, I think that this will stay under six. Yeah, I think I'm going to end up tailing you on that on that regulation play. It seems like a, a good line for for the Stars team. All right, we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is your home for off-season NFL best ball drafts, but they also got you covered for a ton of other daily games, including NBA, NHL, and PGA. Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props if they're not available in your state. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Move down to the uh, 9 o'clock slot here. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs at the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Got a good old-fashioned pick em here. Each team at minus 110. Uh, over-unders at 6.5. Over-paying off minus 115. Under is at minus 105. Uh, what do you think about this Canadian battle here? 
Yeah, another one with uh, a team on a back-to-back here with uh, the Maple Leafs in Edmonton tonight. Um, yeah, the Flames had their opportunities against the, the Bruins, like you said, just uh, out, outplayed them. Just um, Bruins just keep managing to find ways to win, and the Flames keep managing to find ways to lose. Uh, but uh, for this one, I mean, my line is minus 130 for the Leafs, but uh, given the fact it's back-to-back and uh, their goaltending situation is in flux, I think it's going to be um, Samsonov tonight. Am I correct mm-hmm. in that? Yeah, yeah I so. so. Uh, it'll be, uh, what's his name? Joseph uh, Wall tomorrow? Yeah. Probably. Wall-y. Um, so yeah, the Flames goaltending should have an advantage there, although, uh, it's, it's tough to say that this year, given how poorly Markson's played and then Ladar's been, uh, hardly any better. So yeah, it, it's tough to, uh, back the Flames here, but I, I gotta do it once more. Um, <laughs> I mean... Uh, they they should be winning these games, man. But they they just can't get that that killer goal. They can't protect a lead. Um, but that stuff usually meets its level in, at some point, and uh, the regression will come positively for them. At least, uh, hopefully for their sake, uh, in terms of their player playoff hopes. Um, they're kind of hanging by a thread right now. If they if they can't win these games, um, they have an even easier schedule coming up. But uh, this one is definitely not an easy game. But uh, given the fact that it's also a, a new Leafs team right now, too. They're 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 integrating a bunch of new players there. And uh, who knows what the chemistry will be like. I mean, obviously, it'll they'll be better talent-wise once they, they get it together. But uh, it could take a couple weeks. So I think the Flames might be able to capitalize that, on that as well. So give me the Flames here. Lean to the under six and a half year, too. I think that that is... Uh, too high for uh, a Leafs Flames game, given how strong both are defensively. Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with you again here. I'm on the Flames uh, minus 110. They they just have to get a break eventually. They they have to. They, they've outshot 57-20, um, lost three straight. The Leafs are on the second half of back to back with their goaltending issues, as you mentioned. And I was looking up the uh, the season long expected goals against per 60. Carolina's first at 2.12. Then Calgary's right there, 2.34. But then you look at their uh, five-on-five state percentage. It is the fourth worst in the league at nine 900 there. So that's just – Markstrom has to bounce back. He, he had, what, nine shutouts last year. He has none this year. Save percentage, 887. Or Vladar. Or, you know, something has to happen where they, where they get a few bounces and they go on a run here. They're just too good of uh, – of a fancy stat team at, at five on five with these expected goals, four percentages, I mean, expected goals, four percentage this season total. They're, they're second behind Carolina. I mean, Toronto's fourth, both two good teams here, but I, I can't back the Leafs on the second half of the back-to-back. So got to go with Calgary at minus minus one ten. And yeah, I, I guess I, I would lean to the under, but I'm probably not going to probably not going to bet the uh, total here. Just, just the flames at minus minus one ten. Going down to 10 o'clock here, we got the Minnesota Wild at the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver. The Wild are minus 165 on the money line. Canucks are plus 140. Over-under is at 6, both at minus 110. Um, I love the Wild here. Uh, minus 165, that line has gone up quite a bit since I got it at minus 150, but I, I still think that's a, that's a good line for them. They're, they're playing decent hockey now. They're playing, have a lot to play for. They're not giving up a ton of goals at all. Marc-Andre Fleury should be playing that game. They are 6-0-1 in their last seven games, only losing to Toronto in overtime. And Vancouver now, we have no idea what Vancouver's doing. 
they've alternated wins and losses in their past uh, six games, and they're due for a loss here. So love the Wild here, uh, minus 165. I'd still play that. And I would lean to the under with with the Wild being a significant under team. But the Canucks are an over team, so a bit of a wash there. I've only bet the Wild so far. Yeah, the, uh, like you said, the Wild are excellent defensively, but uh, they're having problems scoring goals, that's for sure. Um, I mean, that that Islanders-Wild game was a, a legend in terms of uh, how old school it was. Perfect ending, 2-1 to one final in the, uh, was it overtime or shootout? I don't know. A shootout, yeah. It would have been shootout. a 1-1 draw back in the day. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Um, but my line is only minus 144 here, so I can't back the Wild exactly. Uh, I'm leaning to the Canucks here. It's 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 a, it's a tough one, but uh, I'm going to be waiting on the line to get higher. Hopefully it does, and then I'll jump in on Vancouver. But, yeah, right now minus 165 is just uh, too big of a price to pay. Uh, um, I think the Canucks can expose them somewhat uh, in terms of their offense there they're playing better offensively that's for sure and uh, they're playing better defensively too so yeah i mean uh, under six minus 110 i think is uh is pretty good for a, a wild game and yeah the, the canucks are getting some goaltending now demko was awesome the other night um uh who do they play they played the uh oh fuck no, uh, but he was awesome that game. He led in like four goals, but he had like 40 shots against. So uh, we'll, we'll give him a break on his first game back, and uh, he should play in this one. So Dallas, Dallas, they played. Did you start that Dallas, one? yes, yes, day, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. So, uh, yeah, under six would be my stronger play right now, but uh, I'm going to be looking at the line and waiting for the Canucks to creep up a bit higher before playing them. All right, going down to uh, 10.30 here. we got two 10.30 games, uh, starting off with Montreal Canadiens at the Los Angeles Kings. Game itself is in Los Angeles. Kings are minus 240 on the money line. Their puck line is plus 110. Canadians on the money line are plus 200. Over-unders at 6.5, over-paying off minus 105. Under-paying off minus 115. Uh, what you got for this one? Well, my line is all the way up to minus 270 for the Kings. So I'm leaning that way, but it is uh, the first game back after their long Eastern road trip while the Canadians have been uh, in California for a bit already. So that situation favors the the Habs here. Um, but uh, it, it's it's tough to play them when, when I've got a bigger power ranking differential between the Kings and the Canadians. So, yeah, man. Um uh, I got once again no no play on the side here. Uh, I guess I I lean to the Kings if if you want to play that side. It's just uh, I don't know the the other Habs are playing good hockey. Uh, they're they're not giving up that's for sure. Unlike uh, some of the other bad teams, um, tanking teams. So yeah, I lean to the Kings here. That's for the total. It's uh, yeah. I mean uh, I lean to the over six and a half minus one hundred five. Just uh, yeah, I saw that they, the Kings traded the Jonathan Quick. I just saw. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so who did they get again? Fuck, man. They I'm got Gavrikov and Gavrikov, uh, Cor- Corpus Allo. Yeah, yeah. So they, they upgraded there uh, on both the defense and then goaltending. Uh, Quick's been bad since the start of the year. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the Kings should be a, a contender in the West. The West is finally waking up in terms of trades uh, the past couple of days. So, yeah, I, I lean to the under six and a half. You're minus 115, but... Uh, yeah, the, the the Habs uh, are uh, I don't know, man. I, I lean to the Habs, I guess. Just a pure pure instinct, pure gut. But uh, once again, stronger lean would be to the under six and a half right now. 
Yeah, I also have a slight lean here to the Canadians at plus 200. I just think the Kings, you know, they're in a, in a good spot. They're going to make the playoffs. They're battling for the uh, top spot there on the Pacific. But, you know, Jonathan Quick was not happy about being traded. It, it uh, happened on Tuesday night after their uh, win in Winnipeg. He flew home with the team. He was reportedly not very happy. So, you know, I could see some of the, those teammates, especially someone like Anze Kopitar, People that have been around the team, Drew Doughty, being a little bit dejected for that or, you know, being pissed off and, and going out and playing for him. But either way, I think I think that's a little bit too high of a line for the Kings, given how they've been playing recently, lost uh, three of their past five and had to go to a shootout to beat the Jets last night. So Canadians here got half a unit on them at, at plus 200, just a small play there. And I'd probably lean to the over as well. I think both both goalies here, Copley's save percentage is like 899. It's either going to be Jake Allen or Montembeau. They're on the back on the first half of a back-to-back for Montreal. So either way, not a good goalie. Lean to the over. Not going to bet it, but I I, I did bet the Canadians for for a small play at plus two hundred. Come down to the final game on the docket here. We got the St. Louis Blues at the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in the Shark Tank. San Jose uh, Sharks are minus one twenty on the money line. Blues are plus 100. Over-under is at 6.5. Over-paying off plus 100. Under is at minus 120. Uh, I, I love the over here. Blues and Sharks are both significantly over teams. The over has a hit in 60% at a 60% clip for, for both sides. Obviously, the Blues aren't what they were to start the year with uh, O'Reilly and, and Tarasenko and everybody. But Two high-scoring teams here, two teams with uh, not great goaltending. Bennington and Kakanen both have save percentages under 900, goals against above 3.3. Neither team has won a lot recently, so the the Blues have to break. Blues have lost six straight. Sharks have lost six of their past seven and three straight, so one of those has has to break there. I guess I'd lean to the Sharks after trade, but who knows after trading Meyer. My my only play here would be the over six and a half plus 100. Might be able to find it over six at minus 120. That's what I bet before, but I'd still feel comfortable taking uh, six and a half at even money. This game, um, yeah, it reminded me of uh, a couple years ago, February 27th, 2021, uh, Blues seven, Sharks six, and uh, one of the crazier (laughs) games of that season um yeah that, that was a, a fun one it was just back and forth back and forth uh i thought it was higher scoring than that it just felt like there were goals going in all the time um but yeah I, I could see the same kind of thing happening in this one um yeah but my line is minus 103 for the sharks so uh, for once i'm not leaning that way uh thankfully thank <laughs> god i don't have to back the fucking sharks once again they lose yesterday fucking montreal uh Anyway, uh, yeah, so over six and a half plus 100 would be my uh, my only play for this one. Just uh, both teams are uh, just bad defensively, and uh, they're not getting the goaltending either. So, yeah, I think we could see seven goals in this game uh, pretty easily. Uh, yeah, the, the Blues are on a bad winning streak, too, or losing streak, I should say. Um, so, uh, yeah, something's got to give here in terms of the side. Uh, both teams are not in good form at all, and it makes sense given the fact that they're both – not making the playoffs, and they're both uh, selling off their assets. They're 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 roster players anyway. Um, so yeah, give me the uh, give me the over six and a half here. Let's see another uh, crazy one. Yeah, you, you love taking overs in the latest game anyway for the for the uh, you know to sit back and root for some goals. So gotta love the over here. 
right, for uh, consensus plays on this 10-game slate, we have consensus plays in, I think, seven of them. We got the Penguins at plus 140 in uh, Tampa Bay. We have the Panthers minus 165, as well as the over six and a half at minus 120 in that game against the Predators. We have the Kraken at minus 110 in Detroit. We got the Sabres, a small play, plus 245 in Boston. Uh, I'm tailing Joel on the Dallas regulation, minus 150. And then we got the Flames, minus 110 at home against the Leafs on a back-to-back. And then finally, that over there, Blue Sharks, over 6.5 at plus 100. Uh, anything else you uh, you want to touch on here? Any any trades or any any futures you got your eyes on now with uh, after the, these actions here? Yeah, I, I made a few futures yesterday. Um, I don't know the lines have probably changed now, but I play under sixty six and a half points for the Blackhawks. Uh, you can only find that that those uh, that market on a few books, but uh, if you can, I, I still like it at under sixty five and a half. Uh, I don't think that they're they're going to get uh, 19 points in the next 22 games, given the fact that their roster is absolute shite right now. And I also added some more money on the Leafs uh, Eastern Conference of plus 550, good to plus 500. I think uh, they're just uh, they're they're built differently. We'll get into this after uh, we go over our uh, trade deadline show. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they're they're finally built like a real playoff team now. So uh, yeah, they're 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 dangerous. Um, Easily the uh, they could be the second best team in the in the East. Uh, it depends on the, if the Hurricanes maybe make an addition, but uh, they're, they're right behind Boston anyway. And finally, I added some Oilers Western Conference and Stanley Cup because they're uh, <laughs> the only team really making moves in the West. Um, I don't think the Kings are legit. I don't think uh, the Kraken are legit in terms of their playoff hopes. Um, uh, yeah, the Oilers are uh, feeling like a bit of a team of destiny with uh, McDavid carrying them right now. And uh, if they get some goaltending, uh, I think that they could do some damage. So, yeah, I, I played some 22-1 uh, to 1 for the Cup and plus 740, I think, for the West. But uh, you, you, you can get uh, – you can go down on that too. So, I mean, uh, they're losing some games right now, so that maybe uh, makes their, their prices a bit better. But I, th- I think that they've got a hot streak coming, and, and uh, they'll they'll ride that momentum into the playoffs. Yeah, then the Stanley Cup. I think pick a team in the West besides the Avs, and you're either going to get Vegas fifteen to one, Dallas is sixteen to one, Edmonton sixteen to one. I think Edmonton there is a good play, even down from twenty two to one. Like you got to 16, 14 to one. Other books, you know, they, they got Ekholm. Maybe their their goaltending will be solid between Skinner and Campbell. One of them can take the net in the playoffs, and they obviously have the the offensive star power. Uh, but yeah, also the uh, the Flyers regular season point total is down to seventy five and a half. They're at fifty six points through sixty one games. Their upcoming schedule is pretty tough, so I, I'm starting to feel better about our uh, under seventy eight and a half, under seventy seven and a half point totals there, but. Uh, I'm not counting my egg before the hatch here, especially with uh, John Tortorella behind the bench. Yeah, we'll see if they uh, give up um, Ben Reemstack or Konechny or, or somebody too. As they, oh, they, as they, 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 they have to trade JVR. That'll, that'll probably be probably traded for like a third round pick and that'll be it. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else or just want to close it out here? I'm good, man. All right, make sure you join us in the Discord. Always a good time in there, sg.pm slash Discord, and click on the Hockey Channel, most active channel there in the Discord. There are, are other channels there for 
every other sport you could think of, but hockey is where we are primarily. Completely free to join. No, no, no premium. It's all free. Picks, conversation, a lot of uh, good guys in there, good guys and gals. So uh, make sure you check that out. And make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Thing Podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And follow us on Twitter as well, at HockeySGPN. And if you're looking to help out with a Twitter account, do some uh, social media manager, do some clips, uh, reach out to us on Twitter, at HockeySGPN, or just my personal account. Uh, yeah, I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter, at RGilbertSOP. I'm Joel Martin. You'll find me fucking eating these carrots all damn day. I'm addicted. Peace. <laughs>